after a year, you think we'd have this figured out. <laughs> I know, a year. Okay. So oh welcome to Better Words. It's been a year since we started posting our little discussions. I know. Oh, my God. So. And look, to be oh. honest, I'm not quite sure if you still want to hear them, but we're going to keep going anyway. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, I'm Michelle from the Unfinished Bookshelf. Yes, I'm Caitlin from Just a Bookish Babe. And I cannot believe that we have been doing this a year. And technically, we have been doing it more than a year. Yeah, because um, we started a little bit earlier. Yeah, so we like we were obviously prepping and everything and we made our announcement mm. in, at the start of July and then the first episode dropped on the 31st of July, which of course everyone knows is Harry Potter's birthday and J.K. Rowling's birthday. But remember we thought it would be a good idea to do like five episodes in our first two weeks? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I kind of forget that we did that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, because we have more than uh, a year's worth of episodes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. um, we're going to keep coming at you for, you know, as long as you'll have us um, or longer because it's the internet and we can do whatever we want. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we're changing the format a little bit. And I do remember we discussed this, but I'm pretty sure we discussed it that time that we didn't actually record our intro. Oh, my God. I think you're right. I was <laughs> yeah. just thinking, oh, haven't we told <laughs> everyone, like, haven't we, like, told our listeners this yet? But, no, I think it stopped. It cut <laughs> us off. I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. So um, from now on, we'll be just doing interviews with people. We'll still be there at the start telling you what we're reading because um, it's clearly what you're here for. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> but we will be interviewing some pretty awesome people. We have some amazing people lined up already for this yeah. week alone. I'm really excited for them. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it'll just be sharing more creative people, more wonderfully talented people with you. Yes. <laughs> Um, so I guess, you know, obviously, because this is why you're here, um, let's just do our little intro then before we get into our all our birthday celebrations. Yeah. So what are you currently reading, Michelle? I am currently reading a book called Motherhood, Mayhem and Madness by Nikki McWaters. Yes. Um, which is one of the people that we're going to be interviewing <laughs> this week. We're really excited about it. Um, I'm loving it so much. I I'm so glad. I I read it before you. Um, yes. So um, because the books arrived while you were overseas, so I really enjoyed it. And I didn't as think soon I'd as like I've a got... book about parenting. Like, no offense, but I'm not a parent, so I was like, I know. Am I going to like this? But it's about more than that. It's very good. Yeah, I mean, I didn't necessarily have that thought, but it makes sense. Um, and it was, yeah, it was so cool. It was really good and written so well. I really can't wait to talk to Nikki. Um, and as soon as I have some other books off the immediately to be read <laughs> yesterday list, um, I think I'm going to go to the library and borrow her other books. Yeah, because she has some YA books as well, but we'll tell you more about that. Yeah, we'll get to that later. When, yeah, when we're um, actually interviewing her. But um, we've also got, like, both of us have, like, two or three other books that we have to mm -hmm. read for interviews we have coming up, which, yeah. is, which is really good because it pushes us to read really great literature. It does. That's really exciting. Yeah, um, which, like, my current read. What's um, your current read? 
is The Geography of Friendship by oh, Sally yes. Piper, who we are also interviewing. We're giving away, like, all of our I know. things. But you know what? I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> Just get excited because yeah. I'm really, the really enjoying The cover that is it's, amazing. It's gorgeous. And I can't and wait to read it. It's really beautiful. I think you're really, really going to love it. I feel I'm like, like I'm not going to get a chance to read by this it airs. before we interview her. Probably but not, that's okay. but I think we still will. <laughs> yeah. Um, and still should. Um, and probably by this, by the time this airs, I will have finished it. Excellent. Um, excuse pa- Percy laughing in the background. Oh, we have um, to tell you a story. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Percy's really agitated because um, this random little peach face bird just flew into our veranda um, and yeah. because... Um, my partner has a peach face called Beckham who you will frequently have heard in our episodes because him and Percy have like a radar for when we hit record and then they're like oh let's just make all the noise exactly I mean we've just had a a pretty big bird fiasco happening and Percy didn't really bark during the whole thing and he's barking now and we're recording so yeah we've just had this bird saga unfolding um oh my god we think it's a little girl we think. Yes, we think um, based on the fact that she is slightly smaller than Beckham and also yeah. is has a lighter face but a darker um, body. body. Yeah, so. So we managed to, luckily we had a spare cage, um, so we managed to get her into a little cage, get her some food, and um, hopefully someone <laughs> comes and finds their bird. Yeah, yeah, we posted in like some local Facebook groups and stuff. Mm. Well, that Michelle was um, interesting. Yeah. Because, of course, Jack was like, oh, my gosh, Beckham's got out. And then it's like, wait, no, Beckham's in his cage. What? Yeah. <laughs> we were like, what? Then who the hell's this? <laughs> um, yeah, man, it was, it was just a bit of a fiasco. Yeah, it did take us, like, a and good she, 20 minutes to get her into a cage. Yeah, and she just kept sort of flying all around the house. And I'm not a huge bird person, so every time yeah. she flew over my head, I was like, <laughs> which is exactly how I was until I got used to Beckham, which I had to, like, living with Jack. So, mm. Yeah, um, I'm kind of used to birds now, but she's she's very cute. Very yeah, cute. she's quite very, she's mm. quite cute. Yeah, so hopefully we can reunite someone with their bird. Yeah, I hope so. Um, yeah. Oh, we should just quickly talk about the fact that we are going to Eliza Schlesinger when she comes oh, to yes. Australia in December. Front row VIP tickets. <laughs> Michelle yeah. got them for us. So this is actually also kind of a funny story. I think I was at um, the camp draft, like a work event um, out in the middle of nowhere, um, and you, like, were messaging me and I just, like, wasn't checking my phone. And then you messaged and was like, hey, hope you wanted tickets because I got VIP. And yeah. I was like, well, I did, so thank you. Yeah. Because but I like, didn't realise, like, there was a pre-sale and I was like, I'll just see if I can get into the pre-sale. Yeah, because you, like, of mentioned waiting. it to me, like, two days before yeah, that. Yeah, no, and it just sort of happened and they only gave me, like, a minute and I was like, neither of you are messaging back. I'm just going to do it because yeah. each screen was only giving me a minute. And I was like, I'm just going to buy the tickets. I'm just going to buy the tickets. <laughs> and then I got this front row tickets. So, you know. I'm so excited. Oh, it's going to be so good because so, we both watched Elder Millennial. Yes, we both well. watched Elder, Elder Millennial in the past couple of days. And actually, I have got, I'm halfway through Freezing Hot with Monica as yeah. well. Yeah. It's very different though because, but even like, I love that she doesn't um, make a secret of the fact that her comedy's evolved. Yeah. Because she's like, I used to think making jokes about girls was, like, funny and 
her comedy used to be based a lot more on that. Mm. I still think Freezing Hot is hilarious, but you can definitely see you the can, more feminist stuff in start to come through. Yeah, and in Elder and, Millennial. Yeah, and in um, oh, what's the other one called? Um, Confirmed, Confirmed Kills. Kills. Yes. Um, so the pin. Excited. Have you got to the pin thing though? Like pin, 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 pin. pin yes. Pin? Yeah. 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 So it's very funny. <laughs> yeah, it's good. And like I do still love it, but mm. yeah. But like, and that's the you know that's the thing as well. You can sort of see that it's maybe a bit a bit dated, and but like you can see the evolution there, and like because yeah. even like Pinterest is still a thing, but not like it was in like 2012 or whatever. When also, she... I did just get Pinterest. Apparently. You never had Pinterest before. I did when I was in uni, and then I didn't like. Oh, you know, I haven't touched Pinterest in like four years. Yeah, I know. I've got a new Pinterest for my blog because all these sites keep telling me that it's like the number one uh, form of growth for their blog. So I thought I'd give it a go. Yeah, okay. um, haven't pinned any wedding stuff yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I am kind of liking Pinterest. Um, I, I always did like it. I just haven't. Yeah, like I'm giving it a go actually a trying to make like, I don't think I've got any blog traffic from it yet, but I'm making like um, little graphics for for my um, posts and stuff. And what I've actually found is a lot of, I mean, we've been doing some research on on things for like the podcast and the newsletter and stuff and a lot of the stuff I'm finding through Pinterest, which yeah. is really cool. That's cool. So, yeah, a little Pinterest revival happening. Yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> trying to think there was something else I was going to mention how about we just get on to the birthday celebrations okay so (laughs) it is our first birthday we're so so excited I actually have a funny story about this okay so if you go over to our Instagram you'll see that I made us a birthday cake (laughs) I um made it on the weekend so I told my family I have Sunday night dinner with my family and I said I guess what I did today and this was not a fun game because everyone was like cleaned room (laughs) did two loads of washing (laughs) you know did this did that like online shopping and I was like shut up this isn't fun anymore and I was like I made a cake and I told my whole family that we've been doing this for a year and everyone was like whoa wow like I don't know if I don't think they were impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed. Oh, wait. You know what we haven't told people before we get on to the actual birthday celebrations? Mm-hmm. Um, if any of you guys are in Brisbane, we're going to be at Brisbane Writers Festival. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so, so excited. We, I hope that we can say it. I think we can. I think we can. So we've been asked to chair a session with Veronica Roth. Uh, uh, um yes we screamed when we found out um oh my god so much screaming amazing we can't believe we've been given this opportunity hopefully we don't stop it up um i, mean, I think it's i don't good. think we will i think we'll be good so it's a school session um and i'm not sure what the restrictions are around tickets for that but if you happen to be at brisbane writers festival we will be there for that if you can't um come see us at that comes to like we'll be hanging DM around us. yeah you know, we'll be going in, to other things that they're doing a love YA day on the Saturday which we will absolutely be at yeah um and we would love to catch up with you um come say hi if you see us there or send us a DM on um Twitter or Instagram or email us and we can catch up 
um we'd, we'd love to meet everyone if you yeah. want to meet us. <laughs> if you want to meet us, like, we're totally open to it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we're not that exciting in real life or indeed on this podcast sometimes. But anyway, um, so, yeah, we're really excited about that and we can't wait to share all the fun. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing all the other authors and other speakers at BWF. It's going to be amazing. I'm really excited. I've never been to, like, a, a writing festival <laughs> or like any sort of bookish event or whatever ever before honestly because be we live so in Rockhampton fun. they're not yeah. on here like I've never been so I'm yeah. so excited <laughs> it's gonna be so great so yeah come see us um say hi we would love to love to meet you and yeah. back to Harry Potter now yes so <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna episode. sneeze I think oh, okay maybe not <laughs> it's just there I can <laughs> feel it you know you can just feel it To nearly bring tears to my eyes. Okay, you go. You go. <laughs> okay. So our very first episode, um, as I already said, aired on the 31st of July. So it was a Harry Potter episode. So for our first, and I keep saying anniversary, but not birthday. Anyway, our first birthday, we're having a Harry Potter party, which is why I made us a Harry Potter cake. <laughs> um, and so we're going to play some Harry Potter games. But the first thing, I think we're going to do a few talking points. So the first mm. one I want to discuss, is one that we've actually been quite vocal about on this podcast before, is Fantastic Beasts. I forgot to watch the trailer when we came out. Oh, <laughs> what? Also, just randomly, did you know that Cursed Child tickets in Australia went on sale today? And did you get them? <gasps> no, I did not. How did I miss that? I don't know. Oh, my God, I'm going to have to go home and buy them. Yeah. Obviously. But just like whenever, and then I'll be like, okay, I need a week off work to recover. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm really sorry. I forgot. I knew there was something I was meant to do before you came over. So we're just going to watch the Fantastic Beasts 2 Crimes of Grindelwald trailer, and then it will be fresh in our minds, ready for discussion. We want to watch the five minute one? Oh my or God, the three no, minute one? three minute one. <laughs> Okay, so it was kind of good that we could watch it again, just yes, to refresh our memories. I think it's good that it's fresh in my mind. I think the best thing is that like, when the first one came out, we weren't sure if Jacob and Queenie and Tina and Newt were going to be like a huge part of it. Yeah, like, I don't know. We didn't know where the story was going to go. I think originally, like when you think back to when the first trailer and that came out and even when the movie was coming out, it was like, is it going to be like a trilogy? And now mm. this, we're going to be like five or something ridiculous, God knows. Mm. Or like, is it just going to be a standalone? Um, mm. And then, of course, at the everyone end, comes to you, love. Like, you yeah. don't know if Jacob and Queenie and Tina are going to come back. Mm. But, I mean, it's Fantastic Beast. We're pretty sure that it's going to be about Newt. But all four of them are in the trailer. Yeah, they like, don't I, always look happy, but Jacob is in there a lot, and it's just like to remind us that he's there. And I'm so happy. Yeah, like I, I was, I was really surprised to be honest because I really didn't think. I thought that obviously Newt, maybe Tina would be big parts of it. I'm really glad. But I'm really Queenie glad Jacob and, and Queenie are in there. Yes. yes, so am I. Excellent. Um, I also really think that Jude Law is going to be a good Dumbledore. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I think he's going to be great. I think he was a really good choice. Obviously, I'm sure you all know our feelings about Johnny Depp. Yeah, we're not going to go there again. Um, I'm just not going to. That's it. Um, <laughs> it so looks great. Like, I'm really also, excited. I yeah. think it's interesting. Yeah. So the thing I think is interesting is that the first movie 
was like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, no, the beasts are loose in New York. And it's like, oh, what's this Obscurus that is, like, torturing the city? Mm. But in that one, like, the Obscurus thing sort of still seems to be there. But there's lots of other it seems creatures to be more about... and beasts and other bad magical things going on because, like, now they're in, like, the terrible things that Grindelwald is doing all around Europe. Mm. Um, so yeah. I think there's probably going to be a lot to set up for a bigger storyline yeah. um, that w- will feel different for the first movie. Um, but also oh, still so beautiful and, like, they're just beautiful, beautiful movies. Mm. Like, it's going to be, I mean, like, beautiful animation and cinematography yeah. and, like, all the words I could say. <laughs> all the words. All the words, um, all beautiful. Mm. Yeah, um, I think it's going to be great. I think I'm really excited. Hopefully we can all go see it again. Yeah. Yeah. And a uh, quick mention to Nicholas Flamel. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I think that, that that's really cool. There's also um, we see the Mirror of Erised mm-hmm. and the Elder Wand and Deathly Hallows symbol. Like there's a few mentions of things that, that, we, that we already know yeah. about this world. Um, so the Nicholas Flamel thing is funny because the first thing I saw after I saw the trailer was in some group or something that I'm in about and it's like oh but in the Harry Potter books Nicholas Flamel like doesn't want to be immortal that's why he gives Dumbledore the Philosopher's Stone Mm. you know and it's like in the books it's like well that's it's destroyed and now they're going to die um he and his wife but this is like 70 years before that so Mm. He can be okay with being immortal and yeah. 600 and something years old by then. Yeah. So still remembering that it's separate, even though it's part of the same world. Yeah. Okay. What other talking points did you have? Did you have? That was my main one. Okay. Because I know that you had some and then I'll have a game. Yeah. So um, the things I want to talk about actually come from the Book Lovers magazine, which is an online YA kind of fan zine which Mm -hmm. um, actually kind of written by bloggers and stuff like that. And they have a really, really cute Harry Potter edition that just came out this week. So it was perfect timing for this episode. And they had some really great points in it. Um, So one of the ones I wanted to talk about was the different romantic ships. Okay. Which I thought, like, so they kind of, um, so Marissa had a look at each of um, the major ones, both canon and non-canon, in uh-huh. the fandom. So firstly, Harry and Ginny. So my thoughts on Harry and Ginny. Yeah. Uh, made for each other. Yeah. Next question. So, like, <laughs> I, I really, I always really, really liked Harry and Ginny. I mean, I think it's really nice. I, say, I will say the same thing about Ron and Hermione is that the next... One. Yeah, the next one's Ron and Hermione. So Harry and Ginny and Ron and Hermione all, like, knew each other mm. for ages, very good friends, almost as close as family, you know, like, mm. and I think it's really, really, they both, both um, couples, I think, sort of balance each other out in a weird way. Like, I know a lot of people say that Harry and Hermione should have been together. Yeah, like, I kind of and see I, that. I kind of like that. I but, don't. Yeah. No, I don't because I think Ron balances Hermione out really well because he's That's very casual and yeah. funny and laid back and 
and mining can be quite so they're sort of I feel you like know, that's jacking me like I need yeah. something to help me out <laughs> yeah so yeah. and you know I they do, yeah. actually do show that in the books that like she brings him up and like helps him concentrate and focus and things like that and mm. she, he brings helps her, her relax. like relax and makes her laugh and um Harry and Ginny are kind of the same because Ginny had like all of her brothers and just kind of had to sort of fight and be like this is what I'm doing this is who I am you know sort of own who she is and Harry always struggled with that because the Dursleys told him that he was useless yeah and then he was like all of a sudden famous and everyone was like you don't even know anything and he just like had no idea what to do yeah and because Ginny's so sure of herself I think that's they, a way they that they kind themselves. of rebalance each other out okay so these are the non-canon ones which I actually kind of love so Harry and Draco Okay. I love that as a because okay, so what Marissa's written is that and I like you really guys, you should go and read the Harry Potter magazine because it's so cool. I think if you missed out on signing up this time, um, because it was emailed out to everyone, I think if you I think all the back issues are gonna be available at the end of August. Um and you can check it out then. Uh if you didn't, but yeah, like it's it's so it's so good. It's so great to read, really fun. Um so what <laughs> I loved her points for this though, because it was pretty cool. Um it does make a lot of sense because Draco is like obsessed with Harry. He is. And this um, is known, yes. But also Harry's obsessed with Draco. Like they're yes. both obsessed with each other. Um they're competitive. Um but it's, yeah, you kind of, I guess what she said here, they have a burning dislike for each other, which makes sense. And it makes sense that underneath that they might have feelings that neither really want to explore. And I kind of love that. It totally makes sense. And I you know, it's think like, it would be great. I mean, it's like that, I don't even know what this is from, but it's like one of my favourite quotes about like, oh, no, I hate them. And it's like the thing, the part of your brain that makes you hate somebody is right next to the part of your brain that makes you want to jump someone's bones. <laughs> So, yeah, I kind of love, like, Draco and Harry. I think that's really cool. <laughs> I always kind of – I always like Draco and Harry. And, like, yeah. they're – you know, like, whether or not they could have been in a relationship or, like, if they were friends or whatever, there was – they were similar. That's why they hated they, each yeah, other. Yeah, so they were much. very similar in terms of like the yeah. way they grew up and stuff as well. Just in terms of the emotional exactly. issues and surrounding like them. all of the. It was their environments that told them to hate each other. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, Draco and Hermione. I actually really, really love Draco. And <laughs> I, lo- I love that. Like too. If, we're, if we're going same away, sort of thing that he's like, obsessed with her. And... I will argue for days that Harry and Hermione should never be together. But Draco and Hermione I could totally get on board with. The other one I actually really liked that I've – it's, like, the only, like, fan fiction I've ever read when I was, like, 16. Mm. It's actually for Fred and Hermione. Oh, that's really yeah. cute. Oh, Yeah, that's cute. Yeah. I like that. Like, I kind of I kind of like that idea, except then it's like, well, then who would Ron end up with? <laughs> well, not everyone has to end up with some, like – I know. New people come in. What about, like, magical Tinder? I know, yeah. I uh, know, but I tickle Tinder. But well, like, I think if if it was going to be canon that Hermione end up with Fred or something like that, mm. and Harry ends up with Ginny, they would have had to have someone else like that we actually really, yeah. really like. Yeah. For Ron, and I don't really have a character that fills that slot. No, Harry and Luna. I really like Harry and Luna as well for the same kind of reasons about balancing out. Mm. Yeah. I kind of like them more as friends though. 
Oh, definitely. Like, I and don't, I don't yeah. think the the really nice thing about Harry and Luna is that there was they just were like, oh, you're nice. Like they were both because they're both bullied. Mm. You know, like I don't, I never, I never came up with the idea by myself that they would be a good romantic pairing. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like when it was suggested, I was like, oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But I never came up with the idea myself. Yeah. Although I never really came up with any of them myself, but you know what I mean? Yes, I do know what you mean. I'm not very good at explaining things. <laughs> You'd think I would be better at that by now. Um, oh, also, I just have to give a shout-out to um, Sally who wrote um, why the cursed child should not be canon and why it should be considered fan fiction. Most of things um, I totally agree you with, You know though. why it should be considered fan fiction? Because J.K. Rowling didn't write, didn't write it. Exactly. I mean, that's one of the main by, things like, that everyone said. Because she included. So this is why comments. Fantastic Beasts is yes. screenplay by J.K. Rowling, Cursed Child, based on a story by J.K. Rowling. And also, I mean, it is officially like, affiliated with Warner Brothers and Harry is. Potter and everything. But based on a story by J.K. Rowling, that's all fan fiction. We can all write things based on a story by J.K. Rowling. And it's so like. <sighs> There are so many inconsistencies, which she points out in the magazine, and you should you should read the magazine. Mm. But uh, things like the time turner issue, with like the fact that all the time you turners can't were destroyed go, in the Battle of Hogwarts. Well, and you no, can't go that you can't. Back. You can't. And you can't jump forward. You just have to live through it again as well. Yeah. Like you can't jump backwards and forwards. You can yeah. just go back. You also can't go that far back. But they <laughs> go so far back. Yeah. So um, I really loved reading that too because I was like, yes, it's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also loved the article in here arguing why Harry, Snape and Voldemort represent each of the Peveril brothers and Dumbledore represents uh, death. I've, I've seen a little bit about Which, this before. like, so clever on J.K. Yeah. Rowling's part to mm-hmm. tie it all in. Like, I'm always amazed. Oh, very clever. Yeah, like, whatever issues I have with her politics now, I'm amazed by the way she's the tied world. up the plotting of this world and Fantastic Beasts too, like, mm-hmm. bringing in Nicholas Van Lowell and all those, like, people who we see hints of later on. It's really interesting. Like, honestly, the way J.K. Rowling has constructed this whole world is like nothing else we've ever had. Mm. And probably like nothing else. Oh, maybe like Lord of the Rings. Although I don't know. I haven't read Lord of the Rings. Yes, yeah, so I probably can't, actually, you know what? I can't comment on that yeah. because I have not read or seen any of them. Yeah. But and maybe Game of Thrones too because that's also intricately. Mm. Let's not make sweeping you know generalizations. Let's not make sweeping generalizations. <laughs> I take that back. Um, but also, I've never seen or read Game of Thrones. So I, I thought they were really cool, like, things yeah, to bring up as well. Yeah, I can't wait to well. read it. Yeah, no, it's a really fun little magazine. So awesome. I'm looking forward to their future editions as well. Yeah. Mm. Right. Did you have any other talking points? Um, no, well, apart from 20th anniversary of uh, Chamber of Secrets, which I have a game to go along okay. with, but actually I do have something to discuss with you about this. Yeah. Did you notice... That, I mean, last year, 20th anniversary of Philosopher's Stone, those books were everywhere. They mm. were shoved down our throats, like, all the time. Mm. This year, I mean, I was on the lookout. I knew they were coming out. I've, I've purchased them, you know, like. Mm. But I went, like, w- weeks after they were released. Mm. 
not in Big W, not in Target. I bought them from QBD. I have barely seen them on Instagram. True, like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe because what... people feel like they don't want to pay for yet another thing. I know. Which and we've like, discussed before. Like We have discussed that, them before yeah. and I really am. I, I mean, I don't think I will buy the 20th anniversary yeah. editions of those, but I did buy a Gaelic edition of Harry Potter. So, yeah. like, at See, least you can read the 20th anniversary editions. I can't read Gaelic. Yeah, exactly. Maybe so, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that it was really interesting because, like, I had decided to get them. Mm. You know, I was like, okay, I will collect this series because actually in the back of my head, for a while, I was like, well, one day I'll, I have my set that I read. Mm. I was like, and one day I'll buy, like, a whole new set, maybe hardcover and maybe pay, paperback, and that'll be, like, my collector's set. Mm. And so that's basically what I'm doing with these. Um, rather than getting, like, a set of, you know, any of the other ones that aren't the original, like, British-looking scholastic ones. Yeah. Because... But I just thought that, that was interesting. Did you notice that as well? It's yeah, like you I have noticed come it's out not being around and as they're much. not everywhere. Even like when I was in the UK, which is when they came out, I went in a lot of bookshops and I didn't, I didn't really see them. see them much. No, I don't think so. I mean, I wasn't particularly on the lookout for them, but you're right. Like you couldn't avoid them with the oh, first lot. They were everywhere. So I, I'm I just not think sure. It's interesting. I don't really know what the. Because, I mean, obviously the sales of the other ones would have done well. Mm. It'd be interesting to know the figures and stuff behind it. Yeah. And see, like, but that was the interesting thing is that, like, when I went into, I think I went into Big W or Target, like, on my lunch break, and I was like, oh, I'll get them while I'm here. The Philosopher's Stone hardback and paperback were still there. Oh, but the okay, Chamber but of Secrets the Chamber Secrets ones weren't. I mean, potentially there could have been, like, some sort of shipping problem yeah. in regional Australia, but... I, yeah, it is kind of yeah. weird, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Hmm. Um, anyway, so now I have a game. Oh, wait, just before oh, we get sorry. on to games, of course. I just wanted to um, do like a general thank you to everyone who's listened in the past year and who's supported us. Um, your support doesn't go unnoticed. In fact, we frequently screenshot and message each other being like, yeah. oh, my God, look what this person said. Oh. So exactly. we really we really do appreciate it. Sometimes if we miss a comment or we don't get back to you straight away, please know that it's not out because, like, we seriously, we love any kind of feedback from you guys. Um, and sometimes I get a bit overwhelmed. I'm like, I don't want to reply because I'm just too overwhelmed by the niceness. Yeah. So um, please, like, everyone who has supported us, and there are a few people who have, like, constantly been in our mentions and been supporting us um andrew mm-hmm. at pewter, pewter wolf. wolf yeah thank you we love that you always comment on things um and we do definitely notice that support as well yeah from england <laughs> yes exactly um our and, first international fan I <laughs> and um dm as well thank you so much you also get a special shout out because You've also supported us on Patreon, and we yeah. really, really, we really, appreciate, really appreciate that. that. Indy, our friend at Taps Life and Books, and yes, we are all friends in real life, um, and we but love she, her immensely. But she is still very supportive of this yeah. venture, and and I know sometimes you probably feel left out because you think we hang out a lot without you. <laughs> <laughs> we do, but it's work, and we don't really talk about anything else. So. <laughs> 
Uh, it's funny sometimes we keep saying to each other we need to schedule in like a friend date so we actually yeah. it's like it's like so we're actually like maintaining this yeah <laughs> it's like we're in a relationship and you know how you still need a date night we still need like friend nights friend night. and we've not been doing enough of them we just yeah. literally every time we talk to each other it's like podcast stuff so yeah like I will be home in like 10 minutes when we're finished <laughs> you should stay for a bit and watch crazy ex-girlfriend maybe I will although I really need to wash my hair yeah, and I was like, and uh, it's like, and it's like, oh yeah, you haven't done. Oh gosh. Anyway, um, <laughs> so anyway, we we really appreciate your support. Indy as well has joined our Patreon, and, and we absolutely told her not to. Yeah, um, and we couldn't be more grateful of the support that we've had. Um, I think as well, we should give a special mention to Danielle Binks, mm-hmm. who was one of our first people who put her hand up to be interviewed for this podcast and has since helped us set up interviews with people, has constantly like cheered us on mm-hmm. from the background and stuff. And, exactly. and we really appreciate that. Yeah. A similar note would be um, Kate from Lily Tales and the Kumbaro who yes. has supported us in a, a very similar way. Yes. And also um, Ellie Marnie and Margot McGovern. Mm-hmm. Um like I mean all of our authors have been amazing and we're not singling out people like now I feel like I need to say everybody because I don't want to single people out but those people in particular have um done extra stuff for us on social media and have kind of gone above and beyond you know we've we've asked a lot of them at times to, to help us out on social media and we really appreciate that they've done that and helped us out so much so we yeah we we love that we wouldn't be able to keep doing this without the support of all the authors and creative people that we interview because they give their time up as well yes and we really appreciate that and every single person we've ever had on this podcast is very special and very amazing and we thank you all so much and we thank you all who have listened um so if you haven't listened the, the whole year oh we don't care we don't care if this is your first episode thank you so yes, much welcome. for tuning in <laughs> welcome but you should um, go back and listen to some of our amazing guests because like we have had it blows my mind really every time we have an interview <laughs> like just go back like skip all our discussions we don't care but <laughs> we're boring we, yeah <laughs> we've had some really really great people on yeah so here's to another year of really great people, even more great people, because it's just going to be us talking to yeah, people. Exactly. We're actually cutting out ourselves. <laughs> yeah. but, um, we are a little bit. But um, you can also get in touch with us anytime and let us know if there are people you'd love to see on the podcast. Um, maybe don't at them because that gets a bit awkward if they don't want to be on there or anything. Not that we've ever had that, but um, send us your suggestions. Also, we are constantly um wanting to improve we're in Mm -hmm. the process of trying to improve our newsletter and we are improving our patreon as well and adding more and more things so on our patreon we um, are well aware there's always room for improvement and we always (laughs) want to be better and try harder so if you do have any suggestions or any tips for us please feel free yeah anything you want to see on our newsletter or on our patreon um patreon also oh we should give a special shout out as well to sarah and emma taviani as well from Mm -hmm. bottled books because they have also um been exceptionally helpful mm-hmm. over the year as well yes. um and if you are um if you do follow us on patreon um you can pledge a dollar a month if you will like any anything goes back into the creation of this podcast um but you'll get exclusive discount codes and stuff with some of our favorite brands 
like um, we have the YA Chronicles up there at the moment and, and, and bottle books. books as yeah. well. And we'll be putting up extra content and stuff. But we are excited for the year ahead. We we really are. <laughs> I can't believe we're doing this year. I know. Oh, my crazy. God. We're like officially podcasters now. I, think. I know. I know. Oh I'm embracing God. it. For ages I didn't. Now I'm like, yeah, I'm a podcaster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So thank you guys for letting us letting us have this, this journey. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, games. Fun and games. Fun and games. Okay. So I have Chamber of Secrets themed. Okay. Would you rather? Excellent. So I'm going to use the, the first one is probably the worst one. So okay. that's why it's first. Yeah. Rip the bandaid off. Yep. Would you rather take Polyjuice Potion and turn into someone you don't like for three hours or take Polyjuice Potion and turn into someone you do like for a whole day? Um, the whole day. I think I, someone I think you do like just, for a whole day. I think so too. I think just live a day as someone else. Yeah. Okay. Now who, would you, do, who would you choose? I don't know. I don't know. Why <laughs> I don't know why I asked that. Okay. So now I have now I have some good ones. Okay. Okay. Would you rather repot twenty mandrakes all by yourself, or be stuck in Moaning Myrtle's bathroom for an entire weekend? Repot mandrake. Me too. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh god! Spend yeah. some time with you, but not always. Not the whole weekend. Um, speaking of spending time with people, would you rather do detention with Gildroy Lockhart by answering fan mail, or clean every trophy in the trophy room while throwing up slugs? I'm doing the fan mail. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Even, what if you weren't throwing up slugs? Then I clean. I would still it's, do the fan mail, actually. Really? Yeah, I hate cleaning. True, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Would you rather be on the Quidditch team with Draco Malfoy or in the photography club with Colin Creedy? <laughs> um, ooh, I don't know. I think Colin. He'd, like, boost my ego a bit. I reckon I'd be nice to him, though. <laughs> I, I feel I, like I could handle I'd, Colin. I think I'd maybe do the same because we both like photography yeah, anyway. So. I could handle Colin. Yeah. Okay, my last one. Would you rather visit Aragorn in the Forbidden Forest with a friend or go down into the Chamber of Secrets by yourself. Oh, God, that's horrible. Both of them are horrible. Uh-huh. <sighs> but in the Chamber of Secrets, don't worry, there are no basilisks, almost dead girls, or memories walking around. So it's like like Chamber of Secrets in Deathly Hallows when they just go down and then it's like... Oh, well, then I do that because I hate spiders. But you have to go down by yourself. <sighs> but there are no spiders, so that's okay. <laughs> Even spiders, if like you went as into but the giant spiders. Okay. Oh, no. But if there was a live basilisk, well then, I don't know. I couldn't choose. You said there wasn't though. I know. If there's no live basilisk, I'm definitely going into the chamber of secrets. What I think even do? if there was a live basilisk, spiders have too many legs. Know. There's only one snake. Aragog's pretty freaky. Yeah, he is. No, you're right. I'd still do the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> mm, they're both pretty bad. Yeah. But you know what was funny? So that didn't take me very much time to come up with at all. There's a lot of bad things that happen that to these kids Chamber in Chamber of Secrets. Chamber of Secrets. Is, is very, lots of very bad stuff happens there. Yeah. Yeah. I never really thought about it that way before because it's the second book. It's still like... Quite still quite young and yeah. young and same yeah. with the movie too because it's still the old director that's like it's quite a different style not as dark and moody exactly mm. 
Chamber of Secrets in like the Prisoner of Azkaban style would have been so much scarier. Yeah. Oh my god. Same with Philosopher's Stone. Because honestly, well, yeah, same with Philosopher's Stone. Because honestly, Prisoner of Azkaban ain't that scary. Like, no, it's not. It's a murderer walking around that at the end to it's find all, out it's, it's not even built, a murderer. So like, it's, it's not. It's not scary really because it's, it's all just built a mystery. On the premise of serious black beings deranged sort of mm. you know murderer but then you find that he's not and the whole mm. thing seems kind of ridiculous yeah and then you're like oh it's okay it's not too bad hmm. mm. anyway <laughs> all right well that was fun yeah that was i can't believe we've been doing this for a year oh, we've oh. probably said that about 10 times during no. this episode but that's okay <laughs> okay uh, well yeah here's to another great year okay. bye bye